everybody, to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Young, with my co-host, Pastor Josh. When do I normally add in the happy to be here? Right, right there. Happy to be here. How's it going? <laughs> I'm happy to be here, too. Oh, good. I'm doing really well. How good. are you? I am. <laughs> you don't know how you are. Well, I always say peachy or swell, and I didn't want to say that again, so that oh. I was really thinking of a different word, and I couldn't <laughs> yeah, you. Have... We talked about this a couple months ago on the podcast, that you don't always know what adjectives and then you were like i'm committed to using a new adjective every time i'm bad at adjectives (laughs) it wasn't my specialty so i'm great (laughs) (laughs) that that's good to hear oh good you were gone for a few days welcome back i was i was uh thank you i left Mm -hmm. sunday evening around and got into indianapolis about 10 30. okay and then I was at a, the Gospel Coalition Conference for, yeah, there were eight main speakers, which were really like sermons on the book of Exodus. Nice. And then there were uh, smaller, like micro events, they called them, but oh. talks in between. Like breakout sessions? Breakout sessions, yep. Nice. Any so, big uh, names people people might know? Oh, yeah, lots of big names. Um, J.D. Greer was there. Um, David Platt was there. Hmm. Uh, Jen Wilkin. I went to two of her things. <gasps> nice. You like Jen Wilkin. I do. Yeah, she's a good I, author. I was about this. Uh, people can't see my fingers. Very I close. I was very close. <laughs> so um, I went to a panel. Um, actually, I have to talk about talk with you about this sometime. It was hmm. a panel for women. That was the title, for women teaching and leading in the church. Mm-hmm. And I went, and there were about a 1,000 people in this room mm-hmm. and about 20 of us were men well it said four women yep but like it was jen wilkin um it was all like these really respectable women that i have their books on my shelf rebecca mclaughlin was in there oh, and, nice. uh, i'm trying to think if you i can't think of the other names right now but anyway none of them were like <clears throat> annie downs were they no. was she there that would have been fun. So anyway, afterward, I stayed in that room because the next session was on gospel-centered parenting. Hmm, nice. And Jen Wilkin led that one as well. Mm-hmm. And so she was sitting about 25 feet away from me by herself. Oh, snap. And I, I wanted to go up and just say, hey, I've preached through your book on the attributes of God twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of the sermon series that people have really loved most and i just wanted to thank you you should have i didn't because every time like there was a break like there are people coming and going with her but every Mm -hmm. time there was a break it was like someone else was right there to talk to Ah. her and i didn't want to be like that weird well you kind of were having like a fangirl moment (laughs) i was not fanboy I, I wanted to share just that I was really yeah, grateful for her. she probably would have appreciated it. Her, I don't think re- it would have been really weird. Really grateful for her work. No, I don't think it would have been weird either. But, um, yeah, in those times, you don't know, right? right? You're They're really not celebrities. That's, like, the weird thing about this conference is, like, you walk around and, like, all these big-name speakers are five feet away. They're like, just th- walking around, too. There was one uh, conference a couple of years ago. I was going into a room, and Dr. Tim Keller was walking out of the room, and we basically brushed shoulders. Wow. And, like, there's no one with him. Right. There's no handlers, no bodyguards. It's just 
it's just He's him. Just another guy. Right. Yeah. And um which I find really encouraging because so many of so often there's a, like a celebrity culture around mm-hmm. big name pastors and church mm-hmm. leaders, and that's just yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh City of Light <clears throat> led the worship. Nice. City of Light is the artist who does Jesus Strong and Kind. Oh, nice. Uh not I but Christ in me. Christ is mine forevermore. We just sing a lot of their stuff. Very Ancient cool. of Days. Yeah, we sing a lot of those here. Yep. Um, so they led worship. They did a concert Tuesday night, or not Tuesday night, um, Monday night, mm-hmm. which we stayed for. And nice. that was really, so they did a lot of, uh, they'd sing two or three songs in between e- each speaker. Mm-hmm. And so it was really worshipful and. Nice. Yeah, it was good. Sounds great. It was great. Yeah. Glad you went. I'm very glad I went. I I did go in because I've preached on Exodus twice. Mm-hmm. Not here, but I've preached on it. And I went in thinking, I am not going to do a sermon series on Exodus. And I left thinking, I need to do a sermon series on Exodus. Mm, nice. <laughs> so, and uh, one of the things that was really good was the part on the Ten Commandments. Nice. And so... Jen Wilkin like. has a book on that. I know. she's. I got it on my shelf. Yes. Well, I have it right now. Oh, you have my Jen Wilkin book? Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I've told you, you can use anything on my shelf. Yeah, you gave it to me, but that's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember everything either. That's okay. Um, but anyway, it's a good week. I it's it's uh, I went with two of my friends from seminary, and it's always great to just talk life with them. Mm-hmm. So, I was going to say, you saw your besties, didn't you? I did see my besties. Nice. We shared all our meals together. We got a hotel room together. Fun. It was good. Very fun. Yeah. Great. How about you? Is tennis tennis is officially over? No, we oh. still have about another week. Okay. A little less than a week. Anything else new in your life? Not really. Sorry. No? Not That's as, all right. Not as cool of a weekend as you had. No. I did have one fun thing this weekend. Oh. My cousin threw herself a survivor themed birthday party. Oh. And that was very fun. Did she survive it? She was like the host. Okay. So she made us do all these silly activities and games and stuff. So that was very fun. You love that stuff. I do. We lost all the challenges. My team did. Who's so, we? Oh, she divided yes. you into yep, teams? Yeah, we were in two teams and my team lost most of the, well, all of the team activities. <laughs> so that was kind of a bummer. I was going to say, you deal really well with losing. Uh, in that situation, I didn't really care. But because. <laughs> That's not what your face says. <laughs> because. I won the last individual challenge, oh. which then my cousin Phoebe, who it was her birthday, told me later that in her notes, she said whoever won that last challenge was the, was the winner. Was so the real winner. I was the real winner. You were the real winner. Good for you. So I'm taking that prize. So who is the winner we have on the podcast for our interview this week? Nice. Um, Do you like what I did there with that segue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this last time. <laughs> You did so well. I tried to talk quick so you wouldn't say anything. I know. That's why I did it. (laughs) Just so you know, that clunking noise is Sammy hitting her head on the microphone. (laughs) Anyway. Who do we have on the podcast We have Gordon and Ben Single on the podcast. A double it. (laughs) A couple. Yep. That's yep. great. What are you going to talk to? Uh, I have Gordon? a long list of things. Do you? Okay. Yeah, just they're very involved here at church. Very involved. 
they both have had kind of cool jobs in the past mm-hmm. or current. I don't current. I don't past. Know. I don't know. That's We're gonna talk right. about their jobs. Um. Yeah, I have a long list of questions, so and we'll see what we get to, and I'm yeah, excited to chat with them. Interesting collections of things. And... Okay, that came up. Yeah. And I have no idea what that means. You'll have to ask. I know he has a cotton candy machine. Mm. I don't know if that's like that kind of collection vibes, or I don't know. So I guess it means so stay tuned. Stay tuned to find out more about the Vincingles. <laughs> Okay, Gordon and Vincingo, welcome to the podcast. How are you both doing this morning? We are good. Well. Oh, good. It's kind of nice and bright and early this morning. Not super bright, I guess, but... <laughs> oh, we've been up for a little while already. Have you? When I walked in, Todd and Pastor Josh are like, what are you doing here this early? Because <laughs> I'm not normally the first one to the office, so it was a surprise, but glad you guys could make it work this morning. Anything exciting happening this weekend for you guys? We have a big project in our yard. Nice. Ah, yes. <laughs> we we have a fire pit and and we've dug around it and we're going to be putting down layers of of stuff in order to put a flagstone patio around it so it's a really nice area instead of just nice. grass. Very nice. And being Dutch, we're doing most of it ourselves. Yes, right. Yes, yes. I think it's supposed to be nice this weekend, isn't it? So it'd be the perfect I, weekend. I hope so. Hopefully this this spitty rain will stop yeah that's been a little bit annoying the last it's mostly just been in the morning so right it, it was all day yesterday oh. out by caledonia yeah shoot oh well yeah that'll be fun though um so we have you guys on the podcast to talk about a few different things some of your church involvement work history just to kind of get to know you but before we get to the topics can you guys take a couple minutes each to introduce yourselves Gord can go first. <laughs> Anne's pointing to you. <laughs> uh, it's me. So, Gord been single. Nice. Uh, we've been going here since, uh, since about 2000 or just before. Okay, nice. So, been involved in many different things through the years. Nice. COVID has kind of made a, a different mark in its world mm-hmm. as far as uh, things at church and right. how you do things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've... On Medicare now, so <laughs> I feel old. Oh, no. But it's recent, yeah. somewhat recent. So. Nice. That's okay. And we just I'm celebrated sure. uh, our 40th anniversary. And Very August. exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. So. Thank you. Nice. Very I thought cool. we were still newlyweds. I mean, <laughs> that that's great. If that's still how you feel 40 years later, that's awesome. That's great. Any fun hobbies for you, Gord? Oh, I like to buy and sell stuff, nice. which <clears throat> tends to be a lot of stuff through time. Okay. So, and I'm in process of moving. We're building a uh, three-stall garage, basically. Uh, so he has more room for stuff. Oh, yeah. nice. <clears throat> Where do you find your stuff? Oh, Anywhere? Estate sales, auctions. Nice. Not as many garage sales. Well, I, I take that back. Uh, mm-hmm. thing called the garage sale trail, which we might get to. Yeah. Yeah, I have that on the list, talking a little bit about your collecting hobbies, because <laughs> two people mentioned that to me, and I didn't really know this about you. <laughs> well, I think I did a little bit, because is the cotton candy machine part of your collection, or you just got that for fun? I got that for fun, but okay. uh, it's one no, of I, don't, I don't collect them. Okay, you don't collect <laughs> cotton candy machines? No. That would be funny, though. One is more than enough. I bet. It was very <laughs> fun, though. The kids loved it when we used it at the at your house. And that's the last time I used it. Oh, so. really? 
I don't pull it. It takes a lot to clean it up. Yeah, probably. Pretty sticky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. And what about you? What should we know about oh, you? Oh, well, I, I'm an import to the Cutlerville community. I grew up in Granville area. Nice. Um, but I, I went to school at Calvin Christian and then Calvin College, got my nursing degree. Nice. And, well, I actually married him before I finished. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And we have three children. Bill and Christina and David. Bill lives locally in Kentwood. Mm -hmm. Christina and her husband Andrew are in Grand Haven. David and his wife Katie are currently in Florida. Nice. They they kind of followed Katie's job. She is a zookeeper for big animals. She was in oh. Oklahoma City taking care of elephants and so forth. Now I know, I know. Fun. Now she is at um, Disney's Wild Animal Kingdom taking care of rhinos and hippos and was it alligators or crocodiles i'm not sure which and yikes all sorts of things and she is living her best life that sounds like it that's very cool david now has his realtor's license and he's working nice. at getting established doing that very cool that sounds like every middle school girl who said they wanted to be like a vet or work with animals dream job yeah yeah yes and very then, cool um yeah i i retired recently and I spend moderate amount of time helping my dad out. He's 92, lives on his own at Raybrook, but doesn't drive anymore. So I get to take him to doctor appointments and we have him over for meals quite regularly. Nice. Because so, he doesn't like to cook. Right. <laughs> He'd rather have you cook for him. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Very fun. Great. Well, thank you both for introducing yourself. The first thing I have on my list, actually, is your collection of things. Oh. So... Can you tell us what kinds of things you like to collect? How this came to be? Give us give us the background of this. Um, years ago, someone said, "Oh, you should collect records because you know they're gonna they're switching over technologies. It'll all be cassette tapes and eight tracks and CDs, CDs, mm -hmm. and so you know they'll be worth money someday." Uh -huh. So I started out with a small stack of 45s at a garage sale one time and nice through time i figured out that you can amass them a lot quicker if you say well what do you want for everything hmm. so there were times where i bought over a thousand records at a time oh wow i there was a small radio station on the north end of grand rapids i bought their per se collection of radio of uh, records so very cool do you yep. still have a lot and shaking I've, your head <laughs> i've started to sell some i have a couple locations that i'm selling them in but uh -huh. uh, there was a point in time where i think i went over fifty thousand records yikes where do you keep them all um there's <laughs> racks in the basement okay so do you have a record player like would you play them or oh, you yeah. just collect yeah. them? I, I, both Okay. I just, I don't play them as often because you know, I have, through my buying and selling, I've ended up with a bunch of CDs also. Right. Not as many. Uh-huh. Thankfully. Yes. You said 50,000, correct? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of records. It's yes. Do you have a favorite record? Or the, You're asking if there's a favorite record or a favorite group, so. That would, you can do favorite group. Yeah. I like Genesis through time. Nice. So, and you're probably old enough, you've heard some of your parents' stuff or not? Maybe. 
if I've heard it, I probably doesn't. I didn't know it was them. Oh, okay. Or but the it, artist that was a lead singer, Phil Collins. Oh, yeah, I've okay. heard of Phil Collins. Yep, he yeah. was. He he spun off from Genesis. Was oh, his original group. Yes, so. I learned something. I didn't know that. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. So it started with records, but it's not just records now, right? Mm, no, there's cream and sugars. There's hurricane lamps. There's radios. Radios. There's any other glassware. Um. Yeah, it's whatever I've bought and sold. I've bought and sold jukeboxes and nice. Do you like to keep and... it like vintage type stuff or? Yeah, because the two places I deal with stuff or mm -hmm. sell them is uh, one is Wally's Treasures on Twenty Eighth Street uh -huh. by Kalamazoo, and the other is Wally's Castle, oh, which nice. is Thirty Sixth and Clyde Park area. Nice. So, do you buy stuff in like? make it a little bit better like clean stuff up or just resell it to them um depends on how i get it right sometimes it comes through very filthy or whatever and then mm -hmm. it ends up getting washed and nice there are sometimes i just resell stuff the way it is because that's how people want it right they want the authentic version of it mm -hmm. yeah very cool do you have anything like crazy that you've collected before that like, what's been your coolest find? That's... Your one letter opener. A... What? Re recently, you got a letter opener. Oh. And a pile of stuff for $5 at an auction, mm -hmm. which it's an online auction. Mm -hmm. um, happened to be a letter opener. It was uh, Rick and Charlie 21. And I'm kind of... Rick and Charlie 21 is, was this a, you know commemorative thing or uh -huh. someone got married or because it's just basically a it's a letter opener mm -hmm. with it looks like a jockey but not holding a lantern and i kind of went okay so i started looking for it and rick and charlie and what came up was the 21 club which is well before my it's more before my time than it is before your time uh -huh. 21 club was kind of famous out of new york okay and so I started looking. Well, what's a letter opener? And it came in its original box and a little velvet holder. And, oh, cool. And it's like, oh, the cheapest one I found that had sold anywhere was $600. And you got it for five bucks? There was a whole bunch of stuff for five bucks. Very cool. So I haven't sold it yet, but that's okay. Because <laughs> it's still in the box and in a special holder and it's still in good condition. Oh, yeah. It's shiny like no one ever used it oh it's wow like someone got it as a gift and just kind of put it away right and... didn't really know what it was maybe yeah uh, the original person probably knew what it was but original person yes um the people that probably sold the estate or whatever just thought it was a you know just a fancy letter opener big deal right it was and probably then by the time the auction people got it they just threw it in a bunch of stuff right the kids going through mom and dad's stuff. What is this old thing? Let's just right. add it to the miscellaneous right. box. Letter openers aren't very big. They're pretty small. So they're probably like, mm -hmm. let's just put About it with these other yeah, small things. Very cool. Because someone will probably be super into like the 21 Club and want to buy that. Uh, you don't see, you have to do an open search. You can't just go on eBay and say, oh, they just sold one last week for, because right. there's not that many of them. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Very cool. 
Um, along with that, this probably goes for both of you. You guys recently did a yard sale trail trip. Right. We've done that a few different years. Okay. Um, usually in August, there's um, around the thumb of Michigan. Um, you follow that, that road around the perimeter down past Port Huron. Mm-hmm. And they have one weekend designated and everybody along that they have their garage sale and and their rummage sales and what have you and we have another couple that we go with and we just have a a great time hanging out together and and gord acquires a few things for his booths in the antique malls and and um we have we have a a, just a great time looking at everything yeah you probably see lots of cool different items that people Mm -hmm. have from their past or some newer stuff that they just don't oh, yeah. want anymore some stitchery stuff for me that oh, people, nice. people thought oh this is cool oh i'm sick of it uh, right so i can get it cheap right very cool very fun i feel like that's something holly gort might like she's big into garage sales and stuff like that so oh, i didn't know that yes she does one with like her sisters i think every year at her house and then their neighborhood has a lot so she'll walk through those a lot of her clothes she's like i got this for a quarter from a, a garage sale and she finds good stuff. Very fun. Um, any other cool finds coming to mind for you from those kind of trips or the stitchery stuff? A little bit, but but not. I I don't come away with near as much stuff as right. as Gord or our friend Mark. Nice, that's okay. Our our friend has restored antique cars, and so one year. Um, they went back to Bad Axe area because mm-hmm. he bought a, a Corvair to restore. <laughs> Very cool. Nice. You both have cool hobbies then. If he does the car stuff, you collect cool Yeah, in stuff. fact, um, this last one, I walked up to a sale and saw something I knew he would want. So I said, <laughs> Mark, get over here. Now. <laughs> Grab it quick. That was a night. That was a dash panel from a 1962 dodge very cool and he says oh i can sell that and make good money there you go (laughs) very cool this i say very cool on the podcast a lot but this is very fascinating to me (laughs) for real so this is very fun but we're gonna jump to the next couple of topics so we'll do a quick recap of your work history gord you've been a banker correct yes can you tell us a little bit about that? How long? I did that for 27 years. Nice. So actually before that, I started working when I was 12. Oh, wow. <clears throat> nice. So they have right over Byron Center area because that's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, they have what they call mock fields. If Not everyone knows what a mock field is, but yeah, that's where really. they grow uh, green onions, radishes, different lettuces, cabbages, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. So did that. Nice. And then I went from there and worked for a marina. Fun. Then out of before I did got done with that, or re, before I was done in college, I went to work for the bank for twenty seven years, and then after that, it was a uh, did an online auction for about ten. Nice. And the last number of years, I've been working for myself nice. as a. I deal with real estate, but I'm not a realtor, so I'm not going to try to sell you anything. Okay. So. Very cool. Do you have to go through any schooling to become a banker? Uh, My dad was a banker for a lot of years. So that was, I was told at age 12 that uh, 
that's normal the age where you say, oh, boy, it'd be neat to be a fireman, a policeman, et cetera. Right. My mom said, no, you're going to be a banker. Okay. So it was kind of planned for you. I didn't like the idea of at that age being told, well, you're going to be this. Right. But after I got in it and started dealing with customers and people, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So. Nice. I'd hope so for 27 years that you found it to be a good job. Yeah. Something enjoyable. I still have people walk up and go, I know you. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. You uh, You gave me my first loan. You. Oh, cool. You helped me with this or that. Yeah. And, Were you at the same bank all 27 years? Uh, Byron Center State Bank. Then okay. I became Byron Bank, and I was there through the end of 2005. Oh, nice. Very cool. Are you enjoying what you get to do now, working for yourself? Um, oh, you know, my boss is kind of a jerk sometimes, <laughs> but, <I'll, laughs> but uh, no, I enjoy it because sometimes it's, I took a phone call or two on the way here. Okay, nice. Uh, that was work-related, but then there's days where there's absolutely nothing. So right. I, I get to pick what I want to do, and that's, right. that's the true definition of a retirement is being able to do what you want to do right not because you have to be but because you want to right and that leaves you time for your collecting and selling then too yeah yeah <laughs> which my is wife good. would you say like too much time right but. that's okay uh we'll jump over to your wife Anne then and you mentioned you went to calvin for nursing mm-hmm. so you were a nurse for a while i was actually in their very first class that they oh, had wow. of of their bachelor's program Prior to that time, people would take a class or take a, a year or a semester at Calvin okay. and then transfer over to like Butterworth or Blodgett Hospital Program and get their diploma. Mm-hmm. But um, they started up the bachelor's degree program combined with Hope Very when cool. I was there. And since then, they've separated and they have right. their own independent programs. But I was in the very, very first class. That's very cool. And... Um, I I retired back in 2020. Um, That kind of worked out well because my my mom passed away that year. And so Mm -hmm. dad needed a little more time and attention. So that Mm -hmm. freed me up to do that. Um, But if you count the years I was a nurse's aide while I was going through school, I was in healthcare for 40 years before I quit. Nice. And did mostly, I, I did a lot of work on orthopedic floors. Um, for a time in there, I was working at Breton Manor locally and taking care of some elderly residents. And that was nice because that's when my kids were busy in school. So I wasn't right. totally consumed and used up with, with the work and I could be mom too. And mm-hmm. that was, that was fun. Very fun. So you were at the hospital for a while and then you were at a home for a while. Yeah. And then back to the hospital Okay. Nice. Um, for the last dozen years or so. Nice. On the orthopedic floor again? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. You enjoyed that? I did. I did. Sounds very fun to me. It, it is. It, yeah. It, it, you know, it feels good to help people. Right. Very cool. Um, do you have any, like, fun stories or memories from working at the hospital or at the home? Um, <laughs> I, I think of a, a resident that was at Breton, and I'll try to be HIPAA compliant. <laughs> Um, she's no longer with us, but um, th- there was in she had a, a moderate amount of dementia. Mm-hmm. But 
one night she was having an episode of spell where she didn't feel good mm -hmm. and she was getting quite excited actually quite animated mm -hmm. until i told her hazel i'm not the angel you're not in heaven yet oh <laughs> <laughs> and then and then she was rather depressed for the next week she was ready <laughs> she was so ready yeah. a lot of them are ready i bet and it was it was you could kind of um you know encourage the staff i mean sometimes they're like yeah in a nursing home people pass away and there's some regularity to that mm -hmm. but at the same time they're going home right and they get to meet their savior and right and i would explain to to um the other staff younger aides and so forth that this is like heaven's waiting room and they're just waiting for their name to be called it's not right. so bad for them right it can be emotionally hard on their end, yeah. but then having that peace oh, on yeah. the other end can be comforting to know that you were with them right. at the end. And right. Well, there was another occasion. It happened shortly after Gord's mom passed away when this patient was was in her last moments. And I got tearful because it was very fresh for me about Gord's mom. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so I told them that I was just very honest with them. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, but we were comforted because she was so hard of hearing and she got to heaven and she could hear and they latched onto that. This family got really excited and they're yelling at their mother who's breathing her last breath. <gasps> Can you hear the angels, mom? Oh, wow. And, that's awesome. And it was, it was in a way humorous, but, but yeah. I was able then to kind of help that family right. through that, that transition. Right. Yes. Thinking about the things that they're struggling with here, they won't have to anymore. So uh, right, that's right. a beautiful thing. Very cool. Well, we have just under 10 minutes left. It's been flying by. So let's chat a little bit about your church involvement. I have a whole list of things because you guys are very involved. Um, Heidi mentioned that you're the one that started the elders greeting at the doors. Yes. How did that idea come to be? I think people really enjoy that. That was an outshoot of the Andy Stanley series, uh, Deep and Wide. Nice. And it was, he said that people get their first perception of a church. It's not based on the preacher's sermon or anything else. It's uh -huh. in the first five minutes. Right. They will have their perception of what they think of the church. Mm -hmm. And normally where can you meet the person at the first? So it's like, we need someone to greet. Right. I mean, not just in church, but I mean, right at the door. Right. And you can always say, well, who wants to do that? Or sometimes you just say, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And I did. I yeah. did that for, I don't know, three, three and a half years. Yeah. And if they want, I'll still sub. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, through the years, I, the winter months were not as fun, but the summer right. was great. And yeah. uh, you got to meet kids. The The names started to come easier because you saw everyone. Right. And, you could, and I got to hand out Smarties. Yes, so. the candy man. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Yes. Um, I think that's a really cool thing because it does connect you more with church members, but then also guests. So it yes. continues the relationships with people that you see almost every week, but then seeing some new faces. So I think it's been a really cool thing to have people opening the doors because yeah we've just we just had greeters inside the doors for a long time right oh yes yeah so it's been nice having someone say good morning with a smile and open the door and i think and, people really appreciate that and an offshoot of that was also security 
right. you keep an eye on the right. parking lot because right. there were different things through time that mm-hmm. oh keep an eye out for this or that. Right. And it's a friendly way to go about it. It's not like you're standing there staring at the parking lot. You're being aware of your surroundings, but then greeting people. Yes. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed it. I got to hold doors through the years. I got to hold umbrellas to walk people in with. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a rewarding, personally rewarding thing I did. Good. There, there's an offshoot of the Candyman concept, though, because... <laughs> He would he would have this whole bag of Smarties, mm-hmm. and and then he would tap different of the children and and delegate them the responsibility of handing out the Smarties to to right. all of the other kids in church. Uh-huh. He says these kids have to learn how to give, not just take. Right. And I feel like I remember seeing some kids walking around with the bag of candy and making sure the kids get it, and they just have a smile on their face. Oh, they were running so around pleased that, yeah. that it was their turn to right. be the candy person. It was like the step up from being the banner with um, children's yeah, worship. Right. Then it was your turn to be the candy person. I like it a lot. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we just have about five minutes, so I have a thing, few things listed, but I know there's a few things you wanted to plug. Yeah. So if we want to make sure we get to that first, if we want to chat okay. about Dine Out a little bit. Well, yeah, we're, we're the coordinators for Dine Out. And for people that aren't familiar with that, it's um, we draw names out of a, well, a hat, a little tin box. <laughs> but, but we draw numbers out to, to assign ourselves to a group. Mm-hmm. And then so we have a group of a, a mixture of singles and couples, usually like seven or eight in a group. Um, that then over a course of four months, they go out to eat or they get together at somebody's home, mm. whether they potluck it or somebody cooks the whole meal. But it's it's an opportunity to get together and fellowship with each other outside of church. Right. And, and it's not necessarily, you know, oh, it's easy for me to go up to people who are from Women of the Cloth because I'm in that too. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for me to talk to them on Sunday mornings. But to get to know other people on a deeper level and just spend time at a meal with them for right. for an evening and it's been very enjoyable it's been wonderful for for people who are new to to get acquainted with right. with us and even when we started going um i remember one time it's like we'd been going to church with say larry and phyllis for years mm-hmm. and then we were in a dine out group with them and we finally got to really know them right at a better level and it's like wow this was so enjoyable yeah and so yeah um if people want to still join we can try to Mm -hmm. add names into the current groups otherwise we draw again in january perfect so there's two sets of groups throughout the year no three 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 times we we draw in january in may and in september okay very cool so then you get Different rotation of people. There's a chance yep. there might be some overlap, but not too often. Well, we try not to. We 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 try not to. Yeah. Um. Sometimes random means you're in the same group two times in a row, but people don't think that's random. So <laughs> so we we do manipulate the groups a little bit to make sure there's not too much overlap. Right. From one time to the next. Very cool. Do you have quite a few people signed up right now? We have. Seven so. groups right now. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. Very cool. So then those groups can kind of decide what day they want to do it, if they want to go out, if someone wants to cook. Mm-hmm. So it's up to the that group of seven or eight. 
right how right. they want to do it exactly very cool very fun we've we've had hamburg fries in people's backyards and we've had people that took a trip to shipsy very fun and so it could be outside of just a dinner too they could be like this group has been so fun to hang out with let's do a little trip together well we went to the das Essen house in order to nice but it was fun very fun very cool the last thing i want to quick touch on for you Anne, is you are quite crafty as you've mentioned but that you've been able to help with some of the things up front at church as well what are some of Those, what's that been like for you it, it's fun yeah. um it, it's fun to to give a visual expression to like the liturgical season or mm -hmm. or the sermon series and so forth and pastor josh and i kind of kind of joke that that we do this this awkward dance he does not tell me he, he's a not afraid reluctant <laughs> uh -huh. to tell me what to craft he doesn't right. want to control that mm -hmm. but i i want it to fit with what he's right. preaching and i don't want the visual to interfere with the message right and so it's like neither one wants to lead right <laughs> it's kind of this awkward in between trying to figure out yeah. who needs to say something first yeah yeah um so the the stuff that hangs on the pulpit they're called paraments mm -hmm. and and so i've made most of those that hang up there very cool um and if somebody had a a vision of like this would be really cool to have up there mm -hmm. they can talk to me and i'll yeah i'll ponder it and work right. on it and yeah and see it might be a year or two before something comes out of that but yeah because you've been helping with that for stage while. for a while right there used to be like a some kind of committee wasn't a there banner committee yes banner committee but that's not really anymore then not really um the banners that were there still hang in the closet gathering uh -huh. dust but um with the the change of the the front of the church the the banners kind of phased out right it's been very cool to see the different stage decorations and setups and how they tie in it's been very cool heidi works with that a lot and she does a great job yeah i know the other Anne likes to help with that too mm -hmm. so it's been fun to see different people's ideas get mm -hmm. plugged in very cool well unfortunately we are out of time for today but thank you both for coming in this morning very fun to chat with both of you it was good to be here yes good thank you you're welcome thank you guys for coming